Chapter Three of the Story of Garfield by William G. Rutherford. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by William Tomko. The Story of Garfield by William G. Rutherford. Chapter Three: A Fire in the Forest. The effects of prairie fires. How Abram Garfield saved his crops. The sudden illness and death of Abram Garfield the grave to the corner of the wheat-field one of general sherman's veteran soldiers was once describing a prairie fire when he had finished his story he raised himself to his full six feet height and with flashing eyes said if i should ever catch a man firing a prairie or a forest as god helps me i would shoot him down in his deed no wonder that the old soldier was fired with indignation when he thought of the terrible consequences which often resulted from such thoughtless or wanton proceedings the loss to settlers is often appalling the prairies which in the daytime seem dry dull and uninteresting give place at night to the lurid play of the fire fiend and the heavens and horizon seem like a furnace it is a grand yet awful sight cheeks blanch as the wind sweeps its volume towards the observer or across his track full in the distance is seen the long line of bright flame stretching for miles with its broad band of dark smoke clouds above often it rages unchecked for miles and miles where the cabins of the settlers have just been set up no words can describe no pencil paint the look of terror when the settler beholds advancing towards him the devouring element when it is first seen all hands turn out and a desperate attempt is made to overcome the common foe sometimes a counter-fire is started which proceeding from the settler's log-house in the face of the wind towards the grander coming volume takes away its force and leaves it nothing to feed upon then it dies away in that direction in one instance an emigrant was travelling in a close-covered wagon when he was overtaken by the flames in a moment horses family wagon and everything were destroyed and scarcely a vestige remained of what had been abram garfield had successfully planted his second crop which was nearly ready for the harvest when he one day heard the terrible cry a fire in the forest no one knew better than he did the meaning of those fearful words not a moment was to be lost for he saw that it was coming in the direction of his little farm he had no one to help him but his wife and his two eldest children but they all set to work to save their home and the ripening crops rapidly they threw up a bank of earth between the fields and the coming fire and they so far succeeded that it swept round their homestead and continued its progress beyond after the long hard fight with the fire on a hot day in july mr garfield sat down on the trunk of a tree to rest he had however conquered one enemy only to fall a victim to another while sitting resting and cooling himself in the open air he caught a chill that night he awoke in great pain and his wife thought that he would die before help could be obtained in the early morning she sent her daughter mehetabel for uncle boynton and bad thomas fetched their nearest neighbor no doctor lived near and the friends did all they could for the stricken man their efforts were in vain gradually he became weaker and then without a struggle he passed away his last words to his wife were 
I have planted four saplings in these woods. I must now leave them to your care. Mrs. Garfield carried her burden of sorrow to that heavenly father whom she had learned to trust before the dark cloud of bereavement fell upon her heart and home. But for her confidence in God and her belief that he would aid her to bring up her fatherless children, she might have given up in despair. Far from churchyard or cemetery, the widow arranged to bury her dead in the plot of land he had saved from the fire, at the cost of his life. A rough wooden box was made to contain the remains of the brave husband and loving father, and a grave was dug in a corner of the wheat field. Four or five neighbors, all who lived within a radius of ten miles, attended the funeral, and tried to cheer the hearts of the widow and orphans by sympathetic words and kind and thoughtful actions. Tenderly, they bore the body of Abram Garfield to its last resting place, and committed it to the earth without a prayer, except the silent ones which no ear but God's heard. Then they accompanied the bereaved ones back to their own desolate home. How desolate it was! None who read this book can fully realize. To be alone in the wilderness is an awful experience, which intensified the loss a hundredfold. End of chapter 3 Recording by William Tomko